It's a great day to live for Jesus. This is the In the Word podcast with Pastor Mike Grover, a chapter-by-chapter devotional journey through the New Testament where we will browse the background, discover the doctrine, and practice the principles of God's Word for us today. You know, years ago when I served in the military in the United States Navy, um, I was an avionics technician. And one of the really important jobs that I had was I was a wire checker for um, nuclear loads on aircraft. What that meant is we would come in before they would load the nuclear bomb onto an aircraft and we would check for any kind of stray voltage in the system because you don't want to inadvertently detonate a bomb, especially a nuclear bomb. In order to have that job, I had to, in that area, have a a top secret clearance. And there's all kinds of clearances in the military. There's secret, top secret, top, top secret, and clearances I probably don't even know about. But just because I had a top secret clearance that allowed me to get near these bombs and to be able to check for stray voltage on the aircraft didn't mean that I knew every single thing that was going on. Because even within a confidential clearance, There's such a thing, and it's called need-to-know, need-to-know basis. In other words, how much do you need to know in order to get your job done? So you didn't know everything. You knew what you needed to know. As we start in the book of Acts this morning, we see that God even operates His kingdom on a need-to-know basis. Now, the book of Acts was written by Luke. It's actually the follow-up to the Gospel of Luke. And um, it is the, we call it, it's called the Acts of the, Apostle, of the Apostles, but think of it this way. It's the actions of the Apostles. More specifically, it's the actions of the Apostles Peter and Paul. Now, some of the other Apostles are mentioned in here, but what the book really covers is early on all the actions of Peter, and then later on all the actions of Paul. So you go from Peter, the Apostle to the Jews, to Paul, the Apostle to the Gentile. So the book of Acts, it's kind of a bridge between the kingdom message of Christ to Israel in the Gospels to the message uh, to the church in the church age from the Apostle Paul. So it's kind of from Jew to Gentile, kingdom to church, and think of it this way, from Israel to all the world. And so that's kind of the background of this book. Now, where we're at in chapter one, I'm going to begin reading in verse six. So this is the day when Jesus was going to ascend back to heaven. He was already crucified. He had already risen from the dead. He had already spent 40 days on the earth um, after his resurrection, spending time with the apostles, teaching them. And in verse six, while he was gathered there near Jerusalem with the apostles, it says in verse six, when they therefore came together, they asked him saying, Lord, will you at this time restore again the kingdom to Israel? And here's the need to know. And he said to them, it is not for you to know the times or the seasons which the father has put in his own power, in his own authority. But you shall receive power. That's a different power. That's the power of of ability, not authority. But you shall receive power, ability, supernatural ability after the Holy Spirit has come upon you. And you shall be witnesses to me, both in Jerusalem and all Judea and in Samaria and unto the uttermost part of the earth. So it's the day of his ascension, and basically Jesus is giving them his last words before he goes back to heaven until that day when he will return to the earth. And so the question they ask him in verse six is, Lord, 
will you at this time restore again the kingdom to Israel? This was not an insignificant question because the Jews lived with the hope based on the promises of God that one day Messiah would come and Messiah would restore them to their kingdom position with God in fulfillment of the promises made to Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, David, all of the fathers. And so they're asking the question, so Lord, you didn't restore the kingdom while you were here on earth. Instead, you went to the cross and we understand that you needed to do that to die for the sins of the world. But now that you have paid for the sins, now that you have risen again, is it time now for us to get our kingdom? Are you going to restore it now? But then look at the answer of Jesus. He said, it's not for you to know. It's not for you to know the times, the seasons, which the fathers put in his own authority, under his own authority. So a very, very important question that was not superficial, a question that the Lord could have easily answered. He could have told them, no, I'm not doing that right now in the way you're thinking of it because the kingdom of God is within you. It's going to be within you. And there's a spiritual kingdom, but that physical kingdom that you're talking about, that fulfillment of those Old Testament promises to Israel, that's coming later on. So he could have said, no, not right now. He could have even went further and said, hey, it's going to be in a couple of thousand years. So don't worry about that right now. But what did Jesus say? He said, it's not for you to know. You don't have the need to know that information. The father knows that information, but it's not for you to know that information. But what did he say? Well, in verse eight, he said, but, so it's not for you to know that level of information, but you shall receive power. When the Holy Spirit comes upon you, and that was fulfilled at the day of Pentecost, it was fulfillment of the prophet Joel, but he said, when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, the least to the greatest, old men, young men, females, males, poor, rich, when the Holy Spirit comes upon all of you, he said, you will be my witnesses. You're going to be my witnesses right here in Jerusalem. You're going to be my witnesses in Judea and Samaria, and you're going to be my witnesses to the ends of the earth. So he says, you don't need to know that, but I'm giving you everything that you need to do what you do need to know. And so you don't need to know everything to live for me or to do your job, but this is what you do need to know it's all you need to know. You're going to receive power. And, and the Holy Spirit is going to come upon you. He's going to clothe you. He's going to equip and empower you to do what you need to do. And that's to be my witnesses. That's to be my witnesses to your neighbor next door in Jerusalem. That's to be my witness down the street in other cities and states. And even he's going to empower you to be able to be my witnesses to the entire world world. So you don't need to know everything, but this is what you do need to know. And that's what we do today, because this is what Jesus told us we need to do. So the application really is this. Even now, Jesus doesn't answer all of our questions, even important ones. He doesn't always answer the whys, the wheres, the how can I and, you know, I think we have some very, very important questions that we ask the Lord about life. Why, Lord? How long, Lord? Um, what should I do, Lord? But Jesus doesn't answer all of our questions, even the important ones, 
But what he does do, he gives us what we need to live for him. And not to live for him just meagerly, but to live for him fully because of the presence of the Holy Spirit. Listen to what he said in Ephesians chapter 3 and verse 20. Now unto him that's able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think, according to what? According to the power that works in us. So Paul says we are able to do more than enough, more than we can ask for. So what Jesus was telling them in Acts chapter 1 is I'm not going to answer your question but I'm going to do even more than you are asking for. I'm going to give you a power that is going to go above and beyond anything you can ask, anything you can think in order for me to accomplish my work in you so you can accomplish your work in the world. It's not for you to know the answer to that question, but you shall receive power. You shall be my witnesses. So you may not need to know why, Lord, or how long, Lord, or where should I, Lord? But what you do need to know, Jesus says, is that um, I'm with you every step of the way, um, and my spirit is going to enable you to live above and beyond any circumstance that I place you in. So I think this passage, really, if you take what was going on back then and you apply it to us now, Um, It's very, very encouraging for me to understand that I don't have to have all of my questions answered in order to live my life in the absolute fullness of what God intends if I know Christ as my Savior, because that means His Spirit indwells me and equips and empowers me to do what He needs me to do. So here's the word for today. Don't let uncertainty paralyze you today, but face the day in the certainty of God's presence and God's power that is with you every single day. Thank you for listening today to In the Word. Join us every Tuesday and Friday for new episodes as we continue our devotional journey through the New Testament.